0: Good morning. good morning. Good morning. Come on. Morning. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the sanctuary. It's good to be in the house together. Anybody excited for the word this morning? Come on. Amen. Amen. Make yourselves comfortable. In case, in case anybody noticed, this side of the sanctuary did a wave earlier. Unfortunately, that was not the Holy Spirit. We can't keep the squirrels out. They Even they want to worship. So we had a squirrel kind of run to the altar and gave his heart to the Lord. It was a beautiful moment if you missed it. But praise God. Amen. All right. Let's settle. Let's settle. Let's settle. Come on. Amen. Amen. know one of the things that I love about the sanctuary is that it's not a it's not a one-man show amen and so I just want to welcome I want to let you know that we're putting together an incredible preaching team because it's important that we hear from different aspects from different regions kind of from different personalities from different uh, backgrounds and and so I'm just really excited to bring up today to the preaching team Miguel Alvarez, come on. Woo,
1: glory. Worship already preached the message, so I don't know where I'm going to go from here. But we're going to go, we're going to go. We're celebrating what God has done. You know, it's just a celebration in here tonight. Today, actually, it's a celebration. We're celebrating what God has done, and what God has done with something in you. With something in you. Praise God. Well, this message today, God um has had this on my heart for so long. Um, we started um fasting in sanctuary years back. Every January, you started fasting and you know, doing a 21-day fast or doing a seven-day fast. Um, and in these fasts, God Continue to drill a message into me. A message into me. And in that message, that message totally began to transform who I am. And today's message is Transformers. There we go, Transformers. Transformers. So, Transformers is basically, you know, we all seen the movie we get a little car you know something that's more than meets the eye you know so we got a car that actually transforms into its original form and now for me now Understanding what God has been unfolding and showing me through dreams and through words and various things has definitely blessed my life and I want to present it to you because it's something that belongs to you as well as it belongs to me. What is this message? This message is now your emotions no longer determine who you are. Your feelings, your mindset no longer determines who you are. Your mother and your father no longer determine who you are. Your sin that you're dealing with no longer determines who you are. Your circumstance that's going on in your life right now is not your identity. It does not determine who you are. We are part of the greatest legacy to ever hit the planet Earth. We are part of a legacy that did not begin in your time. It did not begin in your family. It did not begin anywhere like the mafia family. Your time it it begun not in your time, but it begun in eternity. You see, you're not a mistake. You might have been a surprise to your mother. Definitely a surprise to your father. How many know Joseph was surprised when Mary was like, I'm with child. That's not my baby. <laughs> Fraternity test. Here comes the angel of the Lord. It's Jesus' baby. It's Jesus' baby. But in our, in our experience, in our life, We didn't begin in our mother's womb. We began in God. That's always and forever will be the reference of who you are in God's eyes. So in that beginning, Jeremiah was told that, Jeremiah, I knew you before you was born. And I called you to be a prophet to the nations. Paul the Apostle said, I was called by God before the foundations of the world. Jesus Christ said, I was crucified before the foundations of the world. Even time was created for us. God loves us so much. So what happened there is unfolding in our own time. So our beginning began in God. So we know Genesis wasn't always the beginning of man. So if we look at Genesis, when God formed man, I heard, I heard one, one, uh, one speaker say, you know, God spoke to every substance that he wanted to create something. You know, he, he wanted to create the animals. He spoke, you know, fish bring, you know, water bring forth the fish and, you know, dirt bring forth the animals or whatever. But when he wanted to form man... He turned to himself. He turned to Jesus and the Holy Spirit. He said, "Let us form man. Let us bring forth man. Let us create man in our image, in our likeness." So we're cut from the same cloth as Jesus. So now all of a sudden, all of a sudden, we see a story in Genesis where Adam and Eve is enjoying things in the garden, and all of a sudden something disrupts the harmony that goes on between the two. We all know the story. A snake, which the enemy uh, uh, put on, deceived Eve, and Adam went along with it. And they sinned. And they sinned. So now, sin disconnected them from that glory. Glory. It disconnected them from that mindset, that intention. It disconnected them from the fellowship and the relationship, and it reconnected them to a false form or identity. You say, what are you saying, false form and identity? Well, how, how could sin do that? Even sin is not just missing the mark. It's missing the mark of your original identity. See, sin comes from a Greek word called Hamartia, H-A-M-A-R-T-I-A, right? And it's broken down in, in, in two sections, but in other words, ha, negative, meaning without, and matia comes from meros, meaning form. So it's actually without form without the form of God is bringing you into a form that's actually not you sin is like an intelligence center that's trying to tell you what to become and that's why Paul said I'm trying to get this thing off of me but it keeps pulling me to to things and, and 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 behaviors that's actually not me so he said it's no longer me who is doing this thing but it's the sin in me that's doing these things so he realized that it's not, it's not him. And I'm here to declare to you that what you're dealing with sin or anything in your life is not actually who you really are. Your shattered image is coming back together today. And so what is it? So, so God says, okay, all right, you know what? And God is not like, Father, Father, stay back, stay back, don't judge them, don't beat them down, don't judge them, don't beat them down, don't stomp them up, don't do that, don't do that, I'll die for them, I'll die for them, Father, I'll die for them. That's a false picture of who God's heart is. Sometimes we preach the gospel like that. Because Jesus, when he came, the Bible says that he is an express image of the invisible God. So he was expressing the Father's heart. So before Jesus came, God said, okay, I have to show them that what they're hosting, what they're yielding to, what they're adapting to, what they're accepting is actually not them. That's not my reference to them. So I'm going to introduce the law. That's the commandments. So the Bible says that the law is the knowledge of sin. In other words, the law is revealing hamatia, your false form, your false identity. It was not meant. The law was given. God gave you the law, but the law didn't give you the power to change anything. The law is the knowledge of sin. It's not the knowledge of God. God gave the law under a context of a broken relationship. So when God introduces that into the field, he makes us aware of something. Not that we should connect to it and try to change the situation. See, the Lord teaches us that in our own strength, we can't even do it ourselves too. We can't, you know, Paul realized that. We can't stop the sin. We can't stop the... Uh, the um you know, the situations that are going on in our lives. That's why Moses, when it says that when he introduced the law, there was a glory upon him. There was a glory upon him, but that glory was fading away. If I grab a a, a 30-pound weight and I display my strength in front of all of you and everybody's like, wow, you can hold that up that way, and all of a sudden, I start, my strength starts fading away. My strength. See, the strength of that law is willpower. See, when God introduces Jesus to us, the true gospel, the true gospel reveals our identity. The law reveals our false identity. So which one are you preaching? God told me in a dream, he said, what is this that the body of Christ is preaching? A lifelong effort of dying to sin. Didn't I say in my word that I have died to sin once? What do you mean you died to sin once? When he had died to sin once, he finished it right there. So why are we still beating the air, trying to fight for sin, looking around the corner and trying to make sure that we're pleasing in God's eyes by doing this and by doing that when God had already done that for you? So then we're missing the mark here, in a sense. You see, God has totally removed and destroyed and conquered even what you don't even like about yourself. See, when I started this fasting, you know, I was always aware of myself. I was always like, dang, man, I got I to gotta, I gotta read more. Maybe if I read more. Uh, study more you know maybe if I I pray a little bit more I could become more of what I want and then finally you know I can I can stand in front of a pulpit and become something and become a pastor and maybe you know I could I, I can do something or maybe I can become something in God maybe I can qualify myself to move in this maybe God can qualify me to move in that maybe I can move forward and move forward but one day in the dream God said behold in other words look Quoted a scripture, behold, look, I have made all things new. Now you can love yourself. See, we've been looking at everything that's wrong in ourselves. Instead of looking at what God has done, He has made everything right in ourselves. See, if we go back to what Christ has done, the Bible says after He was on the cross, He said, It is finished, He died. And the Bible says, you know, after he he visited a couple of people, he ascended. Now, if he ascended and is finished, he's at the right hand of the Father. What was the work that was finished? The work that was finished was you. He finished his work in you. In In Colossians, it says, you are complete in Christ. The fall was something else. The fall was something that, you know, like the Bible says, the lost coin. You know, the, the, there was a coin that was, was lost or a lost sheep. But did that coin ever lose its value? Even if the coin rolled down the block and rolled across some doodle and fell over here. <laughs> and you can see it was a gold coin, old, it was real good. You watched that joint, right? I watched that. Pick that up. That was real. (laughs) You never lost your value in God's eyes no matter what. You are valued and loved and God, I know we love dancing in church and we love singing in church, but you are so loved that God dances over you. You are so enjoyed by God that he sings over you. It's something that God is just totally overwhelmed in his mind. He's he's constantly thinking about you. The Bible says that in his mind are more thoughts than the sands of the sea about you. He's, He's just totally in love with you. Even when God created Adam, the first thing that he says is that he blessed Adam. That word blessed... And the original means, it means adored. When he looked at Adam, he just began to adore his, 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 his creation. He adored him. He loved him. He adored him. And so this is Paul's heart. This is Paul's ministry. He says, you know, this is the gospel. You know what? I'm trying to show everybody that they are already complete in Christ. Me and Pastor was talking in the office, a Picasso. If there was a Picasso painting right here, and I seen something that wasn't actually colored right in my eyes, and all of a sudden I take a Sharpie marker, and I try to touch that up and make it look a little better, and I walk away, what's going to happen? I lower the value of what I see. I lowered its value. So why are you always trying to change yourself by your own strength? Don't lower your own value. If the Bible said become holy, then that's something that you can take a sharpie and do. But the Bible said be holy. He says be what you already are. Be righteous. We have the ability to become what we behold. That's why he said behold, I made it new. I seen on Animal Planet there was a snake that bit this guy. It was was a pet cobra. Bit him in the stomach. He was like, oh. Put it back, the stomach started getting a hole in his stomach. I just got a revelation about it, and I said, it was like, wild animals, you can't hardly tame a wild animal like that. It's going to become what it is in its nature. But us, as human beings, have the ability to become what we behold. So if my sin in that information center is saying, you're you're gay, you're gay, Miguel, and I keep you holding that. You're gay, man, I keep you holding that. Next thing you know, I'm becoming that. <laughs> oh, you're a thug. You're a thug. That's what you should be. Grow up like 50. Grow up like this. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what I'm becoming. That's what I'm becoming. Next thing you know, I'm walking like this. <laughs> Look at my lips like LL. I'm a player. I'm a player. True. 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 We have the ability to become what we behold. And so the scripture for this right here is from 2 Corinthians 3:18. It says, "But we all with an unveiled face beholding in a mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory" just as from the Lord, the Spirit. All right, break it down for me, sir. Okay. The mirror is nothing less than a person of Christ revealing who you are right now. The Bible says, as he is, not in the past when he carried the cross, not in the past when he walked on, you know, on, on the dirt healing people. But as he is right now, Jesus, as he is right now, so are you in this world right now. Beholding in the mirror the glory of the Lord, we are being transformed into the same image. The glory has an image. Right? Transformed. Transformed. We've seen the transformer cars come into their original form. We've seen, we all know the, the, um, the caterpillar who transforms into a butterfly. But you know what this word transform actually means? It comes from a word called metamorph. Metamorph. Meta to see together with morph, the form. So in other words, you... Have to see together with God about your true form right now. Not the form yesterday, not the form of, of all this sin, not the form of who you say you were then and this and that or whatever. Your form right now. So I want to destroy a couple of things then. My form right now, God, for real? That's how you see me? I'm your child? I'm from the god class. I mean, I'm cut from the same cloth I was hewn, you know, I'm looking from the rock from which I was hewn. I, I'm I'm a chip off the old block. I, I, I'm I'm your baby. I, I'm 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 right now that way. So that means that all my prayer, all my fasting, all my reading of the word to become something that I already was was a waste of time. So that means that I was doing warfare religiously, picking up swords to swing and fight demons when the war was already won for me. So that means that trying to change myself, trying to change my wife, trying to change my husband was a religious war for me. We've been warring according to the flesh. We've been knowing ourselves according to the flesh. Now it's time to know ourselves according to the true form of the word of God. The Bible says, know no man according to the flesh. Why is that? Because God wants you to see even your neighbor the way he sees them. If you see a problem that, you know, they're dealing with, is that their true form? No, it's not. No, it's not. We are complete in Christ now. So in your own heart, let me tell you this. Your boyfriend can't complete you. Your girlfriend can't complete you. Your job can't complete you. Fame money can't complete you. A better job can't complete you. What can actually make you happy and secure is you being rooted and planted in your current existence right now in Christ. The Bible says in John 15, if we are planted in the Lord, you see, sometimes when, when, when we get messages like this, we get a little bit afraid. Like, oh, this, this sounds like a real grace message. You know what? Not about sin, not about this. Uh, well, you know what? I, 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 you know, I got to be cautious about this grace message because, well, let me tell you something. If this message right here disconnects you from being so conscious of sin, from being so sin conscious and being so weighed down by sin conscious by the way, which gives religion power. If this message breaks the sin conscience, but your grace message makes you aware of sin and and, and keeps you embracing sin, then that's a false grace message. That's not a real grace message. This grace message right here connects you to a power to become what you already are. We're We're not trying to make you do step one, step two, step three to become what you already are. It's the grace of God who wants you to do something coming into the equation and giving you the ability to do what you cannot do aside from him. That's why it says be planted in the Lord because apart from me, you can do nothing. Now, if a branch is connected into the tree and the life that's inside of the tree flows from that into the branch, it actually produces fruit. So if you're saying, oh, well, you know what, I sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned about this message because I don't want to be prideful in the eyes of the Lord, my God. Well, you know something. This identity only lives in the union of the spirit of God. So if you're in union with God and in connection with God, the life of God himself, who is the spirit, will give you every ability, will rise up in the hopes and the expectation of what God can be. When this rises up here, I can expect God would rise up here because why he is a very present help in time of trouble. Why would he drag you through the mud to teach you a lesson? Why would he step on your face to show you that he's stronger than you? Why would he do something like that? It's, 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 broken, it's broken images of, of, of a wrong picture of who God is in our lives. Actually, it's so important for all of us. We're all teachers in a way when we teach our family, our children, when we teach anyone. I had a dream that God said, there is a stricter judgment for those who are teachers, and he started, he started talking to me in a dream. He said, you know why? The stricter judgment is because if you tried to teach what is not consistent with what I've done here on the cross, how I have made you something that's new, In your identity, in your true form, how I have destroyed sin's power, how I have destroyed Satan's power, how I have destroyed the world's power, how I have destroyed every power that I would ever bring a distance between you and I, that I have destroyed it here. If you preach something that's contradictory to what's done right here, then you're going to lead people in a religious bondage. Works, 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 works. One day I was like, God, you know, I'm dealing with this, man. I keep trying, man. I'm trying. All of a sudden, I seen a picture of Method Man. What the? Method? You want me to listen to, you know, the Buddha, the Buddha, the Buddha? I don't know what you smoke. You trying to bring me back to my past? He said. Do you want a method or do you want the man? I said, oh my God, this is actually me. I have to abandon everything that I'm trying and, and I have to really connect to the union of who you are for me. And we can take anything into a law. We can say, you know, I got I gotta I gotta do this, I gotta, I gotta do that, I gotta make sure, that, you know, that I read like like 14 chapters just today because I missed, you know, uh, 13 yesterday, and I gotta read an extra 14 today because you know, no. You know how we grow in Christ, you know how we transformed? Beholding who He is. You know how Jesus grew? The Bible says that Jesus grew in knowledge, wisdom, and in the stature. We grow just like that. When a baby is born, it's born human. It doesn't try to become human, does it? Well, I got to be human, you know. I don't know how how to be. It just watches his daddy and his mommy. Linda, no, no, Linda, no, no, Linda. No, Linda. No, no, no. listen to me, Linda. Linda. Where's passage? No, no, Linda. Linda, no, you're not listening to me, Linda. Jesus was such in a union with who his father was that it was just so beautiful. But sometimes, you know, because of the things that we were taught back then, we, 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 we totally, you know, we see God in a, in a different form. We see God in a false form. Like God is like, oh, you better, oh, you know, you get that Charleston Heston God voice, you know, oh, thus says the Lord. And it's like, you know, oh, God, God is, God is telling us, he's commanding us. You know, you, we, we got to make sure that, you know, oh, wait, you, oh, you're in sin. Stay right there. You know, brother, you're in sin. You know, you, 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 get off, you get off that team. You get off that team. You get off this, you get off that team. No, no, you, you're, you're in sin. You're in sin. When God was always restoring even the adulterous woman who came at his feet because she loved him, she discerned that there was something greater than she was taught in the law. But no, brother, you know, brother, perilous times are coming, saith the Lord. Even I'm scared, saith the Lord. Run for the hills, I'll meet you there. I'll be under my rock, saith the Lord, before you. But God is the beginning and he is the end. Why should we fear anything? Even the coming of the Lord, you know, we get all this spooky stuff, even the coming of the Lord, that word is translated even the nowness of his presence right now. I don't have to go to, you know, even if we 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 try to move to iHop, they got 24-hour worship. We could be in the presence of God for 24 hours. You know, we could even if we have that kind of a mentality that we have to do something for God to continue to come down is a false misconception because the spirit of God is in you already. Yeah. The presence of God Has come. I I thank you for saying that in, in, in worship because you know, come down, the Lord God, come down. You know, Spirit of God, come. But He's already here. Where is He? He's inside of you. You don't have to go to this conference and that conference and that conference to find the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is right in your awareness right now, He's in your awareness. And in that awareness, when you behold, behold, aware, behold, aware, conform, transform, do not be conformed because this world is trying to conform you into something that it wants you to be. Sin wants to conform you into something that it wants you to be. But be ye transformed in the renewing of your own mind and emotional set. When you're in union, you see who you are when you see who God is in that secret time you have with him. Let me just show you a demonstration real quick. This right here is you. This is you. And the moment we have a relationship with God, the spirit of God comes and lives inside of us. Now, He lives inside of us, but outside of us, we're still looking for God. Outside of us, we're still trying, but not trusting. Outside of us, we're still reaching, but not grabbing anything. Outside of us, we're still weary, broken, but inside of us is the answer that we've been looking for all along. Right inside of us is the Spirit of God. Now, when I become aware of the I am of God, I am everything that you want me to be. I am. I am, I am, I am your strength. I am your life. Side note, if he's my life, if, if, if I no longer live, Christ lives in me. It's in your own unique personality, in your union, that you release that life of God and who you are in your own life. It's not God putting a cloak over you and saying, oh, I cover you with my righteousness so nobody can see who you really are. No, no. Righteousness is who you are. You are the righteousness of God. So when God, the I am, infuses into who you are when you behold, all of a sudden now you see now the infusion of the Lord. By the way, when it says, I pray to my God and your God, I pray to my father and your father. That word father means the one who gives his spirit, infuses his spirit into you to have the same characteristics and mindset that he has. The one who animates you by his very own spirit. So now, all of a sudden, I am being infused with the very life of God. The I am of God. So now, when I'm absorbing who he is, prayer is not, I'm praying my list. Prayer is really absorbing. Just like a flower, just like this. Absorbing, soaking, absorbing who the spirit of God is. In that union, that's what you become. After worship, sometimes, don't you know that after worship... You feel that love of God all over you. you just, you're just soaking. Your tears are coming down. You're loving that. You're absorbing that. You're like, oh man, you're coming one with that. In your own personality, in your own uniqueness, you see somebody who's hurting or somebody who you love that's a friend. You go over and give them, you, you embrace them and give them a good hug. You love, you give them an extra 10 seconds of that hug until they feel uncomfortable. I'm like, get off of me already. What you're doing right now is you're actually becoming what you behold. See, if I am is my strength, then I am strong. If I am is my victory, then I am victorious. If I am is my power, then I am powerful. When I become aware of the spirit of God in me, I step into my own I Amness in Christ. That may be a little bit too, uh, you got you to gotta, you gotta think on that one a little bit. God is no more invisible. He's visible through your life. Jesus was the expression of the invisible God. You are the expression of the inner visible God. Inner visible. You are and forever will be the delight of God. Right now, in your present moment, God celebrates who you are. You're valuable. You're loved. You are everything that he ever wanted to be you are everything already right now that you can be in Christ. I don't know how much time I got, but I just feel like a winding down. So right now if you've been so much aware of everything that's going wrong in your life, everything that, you know, and I'm not and I'm not trying to say that. You know what? You know, we don't we don't work but when we become aware and we behold what God is, that's when faith works and comes alive. Rest and, and, and saying, you know what, I don't, I don't know what to do. You know what, I, I don't, you know, I, you know I, all this soaking or all this rest stuff, it feels like I'm not doing nothing. It feels like I need to do something. But when you're in that peace of God and that rest of God, that is action right there. That's militant. That peace actually guards your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus is militant, is actually moving forward. And in that faith, you move forward in peace. You move forward in everything that needs to be done. So there's a lot of things that we really need to refocus on and re-see and really understand the heart of God. Because if we're doing things to get a hand clap from man, because I really wanted a hand clap from my dad back then and I never had it. Or we're doing things to get a hand clap from, from this one or that one. You know what? We need to really let that go today. We really need to understand right now I'm embracing. I'm having my Mary moment. My, my, my Mary. When she found out she was pregnant with Christ, she said, be it unto me according to your will. Right now we need to have this Mary moment. Be it unto me. If this is my identity, if I'm planted in you, the Bible says planted, that means a joint origin. If that's my origin, if that's really who I am, be it unto me according to your will. So right now, we should just have a celebration. We should just let the past go. The Bible says... Put off the old man. It's like crumbling up paper, throwing it away, and put on the new man. That means behold, become aware, sink into everything that Christ is in me is made available to me. Everything that you would ever need in life is already inside of you. So right now, I guess if we start, we could play some music. Right now. If you want your marry moment, the celebration moment, this is not, a, oh, an altar moment. This is not one of those right now. We've cried at the altar. We came back 47 times in just like, you know, one year, you know, trying to get rid of the same thing. You can't get rid of it. You know, it's already gotten rid of. It's already destroyed. It's in your reality. It's in the truth. It's in your awareness of, God, of what God has done here. Ecclesiastes 3.14 says, I know that everything... God does will remain forever. There is nothing to add to it and there is nothing that, to, that can take from it. For God has so worked that in man so God has so worked that men should fear respect and honor that in God. You want to honor God right now? Obedience is not something that you know, a being a doer of the word and a hearer of the word is not, a being a doer is not you saying, oh, I, I see that I shouldn't do this. And you try religiously not to do it. Being a doer of the word means that you stand in the fact that what you already are and you express your expression of the heart of God. Because that word doer means poem. In the original, you are right now the poem and the expression of who God is. I can find God in you differently. I can find God in you differently. Each and every one of us is a unique expression of who God is. Not, not just a hearer, but also an expression of who God is. Ephesians 2, you are God's masterpiece. You are God's Picasso right now. Nothing could add to it. Nothing could take away from it. We just need to celebrate it right now. You want to honor God? Let's just embrace right now. Because he he doesn't demand your faith to believe this. He's supplying you with the faith to believe this right now. He doesn't say, I give you this command. Now you go do it. You go believe. Go believe, brother. Just you need a little bit more belief. what God asks you to do he's the one who supplies it in you to do it this is a fixed fight people this is a fixed fight the enemy has deceived us sin has deceived us we walk away right now and we still see sin moving it's because we're still beholding and hosting the power of sin when we should be hosting the spirit of God (laughs) if you ever been to a restaurant hey how can I help you sir Oh, you want some more water? I pour some more water. And even sometimes when your water's done, and all of a sudden you see a hand coming over you and there's water being poured, and he's smiling like, yeah, I got you already. I seen that water when you didn't see it. That's the movement of the Spirit of God now for you. You need to learn that we can host that presence every day. But when sin says, look at here, what's this moving? What's that moving? I'm going to give you more intelligence about what I want, the intelligence center. No, no, you know what? I'm not telling God about Sin no more. I'm telling sin about God right now. It's time for me to break this ground forever. And now, I just want to challenge you for your marry moment. It's time to put those things aside. Acknowledge that that's not even me. That's the drive of sin in me, trying to make me host what he wants. I'm not going to yield my member to sin any longer. I'm going to be a a weapon and I yield myself to God in me. How long am I going to keep being embarrassed with the things that I hate going on in my life? But right now, I just want to rejoice in who I am in Christ. So will you stand with me? So right now, I challenge you. I double dare you. I I triple dare you. I give you the physical challenge. That if you're ready right now to embrace all that you are and celebrate all that he is and all that he has done in you, just come to the front. If there's some things that you feel that you need right now, Help with. I, I, I like to call the prayer team forward. If you feel that you need help with, I just really want prayer to let this go. I just wanted somebody to stand with me and agree with me because I'm really I'm really ready to let this go. I just need I just need you to stand and pray with me so I could let this go. I really want to be. I really want to be all that I am. I don't want this low life no more. I want the high life in God. I don't wanna I don't wanna I don't wanna not have this life no more how they say, kind of like, you know, know, you're losing your life. But no, I'm finding my life right now. So right now, come to this altar because God celebrates you. He's going to dance over you. He's going to sing over you. He's going to lead you. Just behold who he is and just love who he is. He even gives you the love to love who he is. Let him give you all that he is right now. Just receive
0: this gift of God and just enjoy it in Jesus' name.